portion of the proceeds will benefit Tongue River Elementary School. You'll be served by some of your favorite teachers, administrators, and of course the great McDonald's team. McTeacher Night, Thursday, November 9th, 5 to 8 p.m. Benefiting Tongue River Elementary School. McTeacher Night will be at the North Main Street location only. Your search for office supplies starts right here at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. We've stocked our office supply department with supplies that meet your everyday work challenges. Our online store at SheridanCommercial.com where you can explore and discover exclusive deals and compare prices with a few clicks. So whether you prefer the in-store experience at 303 Broadway or the digital office store at SheridanCommercial.com, the Sheridan Commercial Company and office supply store is your partner open seven days a week. Hey Sheridan, it's Laura with your final Main Street project update. The light at the end of the tunnel is shining bright and just in time for the holiday season. We have completed paving of phase one and with a short list of finishing touches, we are hoping to open Main Street the week of November 13th. YDOT, Oftedal Construction, and its subcontractors thank you for your valued input and support, but most importantly, your patience and understanding over the past few months. We anticipate completing phase two of this project from Knox to Coffee and Avenue starting April 1st of 2024. Until then, enjoy the holiday season and continue to support our downtown businesses. Musselder's Design Center is filled with accent chairs, club chairs, and over 80 in-stock recliners and lift chairs. So right now, every individual recliner, all lift chairs, and all chair and ottoman sets are on sale. Get rid of that old broken down recliner or freshen up the look of your living room with a brand new accent chair. Moss Holders carries many high quality American made chairs and recliners that will give you years of improved comfort. Come test out our huge in stock selection of chairs and recliners and receive savings all week long. That's Moss Holders chair and recliner sale going on now. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. Did you know Glazed and Confused, your favorite donut shop in Sheridan, has more than just donuts? Bagels and bagel sandwiches, including gluten-free options, biscuits and gravy, Texas kolaches, and breakfast burritos. Try the queso or avo got dang good burritos, our number one seller. The hatch and a plan burrito made with chorizo, homemade green chili salsa, potatoes, eggs, and pepper jack cheese. Stop in today and find your favorite Glazed and Confused, open 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. Are you tired of dealing with complicated bank switches? At First Federal Bank and Trust, we understand that where you bank matters and switching to the right bank should be a breeze. Introducing ClickSwitch, your ultimate solution to hassle-free direct deposit transfers. With ClickSwitch, we automatically move your recurring direct deposits from your old account to your new account. It's simple, safe, and takes just minutes. When you bank with First Federal, you're not just a customer. You're a valued member of the community. We take pride in living and working right alongside you, contributing to the growth of our local economy. First Federal Bank and Trust, member FDIC. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. In 1996, when I was just 16 years old, I was finally able to afford my first apartment. One of my first inclusions was a 10-gallon hexagon fish tank that eventually turned into a 55-gallon tank and hours of studying tropical freshwater fish. It was a passion and a hobby of mine until about 2003. This morning, I am joined by Dan Hodnett, owner and operator of Dan's Fish and Kim Love. Good morning, gentlemen, and welcome to the show. Good to be here. Now, uh, Dan, when did you discover your passion for fish? I was born weird. 
I've always <laughs> liked little critters. Um, instead of watching TV, I go around our property and turn over rocks and look at bugs and stuff. And the thing that fascinated me the most was bodies of water, the polywogs, the little fish, the frogs, all that. So I don't know when it started. I can't remember not being fascinated with nature and specifically the small critters in nature. And uh, when I was the summer between my sixth and seventh grade, uh, so just going into junior high school, uh, my brother got a little aquarium and it sat up on the kitchen counter. And by the end of the summer, I think I had three or four aquariums in my room. And by the end of the school year, I had so many that my parents had to give me the basement. And I ended up as a 14, 15 year old kid uh, operating a fish breeding business in the basement. I think I had 50 aquariums and oh, I would amazing. breed fish and supply them to the local pet stores. And I don't know. I, it's just something that's always called to me and I can't describe when. Breeding fish, that is hard to do. Uh, I, I bred betas for a very short period of time and temperature has to be perfect. Everything's got to be right on the nose or you'll lose an entire batch. What kind of fish did you breed at first? Many different kinds, but my, my passion was killifish, which are these really beautiful, real, really rare fish. So basically, I went to the local library and read every book I could on fish. And the pictures that popped out to me the most were the killifish. Um, and you couldn't get them in pet stores. They're hard to find. So I had to uh, find them in through a club at the time this was before the internet kids um and there would be a monthly bulletin that was mailed out where people would list the, the fish they had available these are hobbyist breeders yeah and uh i would list what i had available and so one thing that i did learn early on breeding those fish is how to ship fish and receive fish that had been shipped to me because you could not find these fish in local pet stores so from the get-go I was shipping fish, sourcing rare fish, figuring out how to get them to me alive um, so that I could breed them. And those lessons have really translated into to what we do now, which is we do that at scale. Now, that's exactly what we do. We just do it as a large business instead of a kid with a hobby. Um, so that's how I got kind of into that part of it. It was, I just happened to like killifish. Killifish just happened to be a type of fish you could not find in pet stores. So I had to get very quick, uh, very competent, very quickly at shipping and receiving these fish. Because so. that sounds like a very complicated process. Um, I was going to ask you some other questions, but let's go into that just real quick, because that is something that's pretty fascinating. How do you ship these fish? Yeah, it, a lot of people, when they find out that fish w arrive and, and are you know, sent out in plastic bags, it kind of blows their mind. But literally, that's how every pet store in the nation gets their fish. Um, so how you transport a fish is you, you put it in a bag with the right water that has some stuff in it to help this fish survive their journey. Um, you put oxygen in the bag so that oxygen diffuses into the water so there's plenty of oxygen for them to breathe as they're going through transport. And basically the movement of the shipping will help do that, right? Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it'll just diffuse through the surface. Uh, if you have pure oxygen, oxygen's really hungry. It wants to bind into water. Oh, fantastic. Um, and then you put that in an insulated box so the temperature stays good. And then if it's uh, summer, you might need to put a cold pack in the box. And if it's winter, you'll need to put heat packs in the box. So clean water, plenty of oxygen, and temperature are the keys to doing that, along with prepping the fish properly. But um, 
Yeah, that's literally how every fish store in the world gets their fish because they aren't, you know, in the local creek. They don't go right. grab them. They literally have to have them shipped. What's the farthest distance you've received and or shipped a fish? Oh, I receive fish from all over the world. Um, I receive fit like um, today after this, I'm I'm driving down to the Denver airport to pick up a, a shipment from the Czech Republic in Germany. There's a bunch of amazing fish breeders in Europe, and they have high-quality stuff. And I'm going to go pick that up. Um, the week before, we got a shipment in, and those included, uh, we brought fish in from Vietnam, from Indonesia, from um, Singapore, from Taiwan. Um, oh, I'll also be picking up fish from Israel today. There's amazing fish farms in Israel. Wow. Uh, a few weeks before, we brought in shipments from Peru. So literally all over the world. Literally all over the world. And you can ship them. That I bring them in from them. That's where I receive my stock. I ship to the United States, Canada, Puerto Rico. So you stick to the continent. Yeah. 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 Ex importing makes sense because you're doing it in volume. Exporting wouldn't make sense because I sell to the end consumer. And those are, you know, smaller transactions. And all the paperwork that goes into each transaction would not make sense for someone yeah. just buying a few fish for their tank. Is there quite a bit of paperwork that's involved in that? Because, oh, I mean, these are animals. Yes. Uh, like a lot of people might, you know, yes, they're fish that are in a different category, but with them comes water, comes possible bacteria and things like that. So I imagine there's a lot of scrutiny at uh, the ports and the borders. Yeah, there are for sure. Uh, every shipment's inspected and uh, every shipment has to have a, a health certificate where a vet has declared, examined the fish and declared them, you know, okay to come in. Um, and there's a whole process you go through with fish and wildlife, uh, with uh, customs and everything to make that happen. What are the advantages to having a fish tank in your home? Oh, man. I think a lot of people discovered that during COVID. Let's say you're not in Wyoming and you can't just go out your back door and see the mountains and go walk on a beautiful creek or something like that. Let's say you're like most people and you live in a big city and you're stuck in a small apartment. And then something like COVID happens and you're stuck indoors for a long time. Our sales boomed during COVID because people realized they need a bit of nature in their life. And they were stuck in their homes and they couldn't get out. And so people just intuitively had that sense. But there's also been studies done. A lot of studies are fluff. But there's one study that's been done that is actually very meaningful. The p-value is where it needs to be. What they did is they went into um, care homes that uh, cared for Alzheimer's patients towards end of life. And they did a study where in the cafeteria area, in some of these homes, they would put uh, a fish tank. And then in other homes in the cafeteria area, they would put a painting of like an oceanscape. And they wanted to see if people that were eating in the presence of a fish tank experienced any benefit. So what they did is they measured the weight gain or loss of those Alzheimer's patients in those different scenarios. And they found that the uh, Alzheimer's patients that were sitting by the tank and had that calming effect ate more and gained weight as opposed to those that did not who lost weight. And that's one of the biggest problems with dementia and Alzheimer's is the ability to have proper nutrition and intake enough nutrition. Wow. So that is the one study I found that I think clearly says 
that aquariums are good for our mental health. The other studies are more like surveys, like you watch a tank and how did it make you feel and stuff. But this is quantifiable data because actually based on weight gain um, in, a, in, in a situation where you need to keep your nutrition. A true study done in a controlled environment. It, exactly. Well. Yeah. 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 You know, when I owned my fish tank, the big advantage for me, uh, and I had freshwater tropical, uh, and uh, I had bottom feeders, mid feeders, top feeders. I would be able to sit at one side of that 55 gallon fish tank and look at, look down oh, yeah. long ways. Yeah. And just get lost yes. for hours. Like watching you're underwater these. in yes. a river. Yeah. It, and, yeah. and it was almost hypnotizing. I would spend long amounts of time just sitting there watching my fish be fish. And although. That may sound boring. Once you're there and you're doing it, there is something about that. Just watching an animal behave in a natural-like environment. Yeah, I mean, there's a few things that do that for us as humans. Like, there's a reason we watch fires. And that motion of the fire allows us somehow to process things deep in our mind and calm. I'm no doctor or anything. This probably sounds flim-flammy, but... Who hasn't sat around a campfire and been mesmerized and, and, and experienced a calm from that? Yeah. Going to watch the ocean and the, the motion of the waves or sitting on a creek and the motion of the water does that. Um, fish do that for me. Yeah. Yeah. Fish do that for me too. It's, it's kind of nice to finally find a kindred spirit in that. Mm -hmm. uh, fish br brought me a lot of calm. Uh, and I've thought about getting a tank. Uh, over the last couple of years, but there's also a lot of maintenance that comes with fish, isn't there? There can be. When you set up an aquarium, you're setting up a, a, a small ecosystem. And depending on how you set up that small ecosystem, um, you may have a lot of maintenance or you may have very little maintenance. It really depends on how it's set up. Back in the day when it was the standard under gravel filter and with the uplift tubes and the air coming and stuff, most of us have seen that, right? There's a plastic plate at the bottom of the tank and you put gravel on top. Well, now you have to go in and gravel vac to keep that clear so the water can flow through it so the, the ecosystem can stay stable. Or you could set up a tank. I had a 125-gallon tank that was no maintenance. Um, once a year, I would check the filter, maybe twice a year. And how it was done, it was a sand bottom, and the sand's very compact, so nothing gets down in it. I had fish in there that keep the sand clean, so I didn't have to clean the sand. And I had a power head, which blew water across the sand and up into uh, an outtake where the water would leave the aquarium and go into a filter that would collect the gunk. An so, external filter. Yeah, a canister filter. And um, so... In that tank, the only maintenance I had to do was occasionally open that canister filter and clean it because the choice of how the water flowed and the fish I had in there that would maintain the substrate and the algae and all that for me, um, I didn't have to do that. Now, I would have to scrub the algae off the front of the glass once or every week or two. That's, right. that's pretty standard, but that's not a big deal. The big deal is when you have to get in there and scrub suck out all the gunk and everything but you can set up an ecosystem where um where it's very low maintenance it's, it just really depends on how you set it up depends on the fish that you buy the flow of your water and the substrate that you've chosen and the filtration and, the filtration. and you can basically sit back and enjoy the ecosystem mm -hmm. uh, with a little bit of scrubbing mm -hmm. once a week uh, which is actually 
pretty easy to do with some yeah. of the tools that we've got. Even even with the undergravel filters, once every week or two, you siphon out you know twenty five percent of the water. If it's a fifty five gallon tank, we're talking about I would say half an hour of maintenance. Um, to do that and scrub the front glass. I got to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to have more with Dan's Fish. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Sheridan. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 in cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment uprising. We'll be receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. The Health Nut announces that they have organic and natural turkeys, Beeler's spiral cut hams, gluten-free and regular stuffing, fresh organic cranberries, organic yams and potatoes, gluten-free and regular gravy, gluten-free and regular dinner rolls, gluten-free and regular homemade pies, dairy-free and regular whipped topping. Order your Thanksgiving pies early. Pick them up to ensure they are fresh. The Health Nut for healthy holiday dinners. Canned Ice Ice Baby here with Sheridan Honda and Power Sports, First Northern Bank, Pro Football Pick'em. Here's what happened in a KROE studio this week. Okay, Vikings, they're kind of on fire playing Atlanta, Trev. No quarterback this week, yep. so they're gonna, I'm going with ATL. ATL, James. It's all over. The sky is falling in yep. Minnesota. Um, you think? Wow. Yeah, they lost, they lost Kirk Cousins. This, okay. the year they just is over. got Dobbs, though. Nah, oh, Dobbs is a stud. Yeah, no, yeah, that's not <laughs> an upgrade. <laughs> a future Hall of Famer. Right. <laughs> they might win the Super Bowl with Dobbs. Yeah. Okay. There's a, I'm going Atlanta, I think. All right. This week, I'll go Atlanta. Just go Atlanta. Come on, you got to take Dobbs, don't you? But this is his first week. <laughs> okay, he doesn't know the plays okay. yet, dude. That's true, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't even know where the bathroom is. He's going to be running for his life. The rookie, Andrew Boynt, here with First Northern Bank. Play along with us every week for a chance to win a prize. This week, it's a $100 gift card to the Warehouse Gastro Pub. Just go to the contest page on SheridanMedia.com and click on the Pro Football Pick'em banner. Experience the charm of Buffalo, Wyoming. Welcome to 25 Robinson Lane, a single-family, four-bedroom, and three-bath home. Imagine waking up to breathtaking mountain views from your very own wraparound deck. Hardwood floor, central air, and not one but two cozy fireplaces. There's a full walkout basement and two-car attached garage. 25 Robinson Lane in Buffalo, where Wyoming living meets luxury. Contact Tristan Geis at Buffalo Realty, connecting people with property. Hi, this is Ken with Prime Rate Motors, and we are looking to buy your clean used vehicles, campers, UTVs, and tractors of any age. Are your payments too high? We will also downtrade you out of your current vehicle into a more affordable one. Or if you just need a professional assessed value of your current car, truck, or SUV, we do on the spot appraisals. Stop by 2305 Coffeen Avenue in Sheridan or call 674 6677 and also see our full inventory at primeratemotors.com. What would Christmas be without tradition, without the comfort of home, the joy of family, and smiles of children? Open your heart this year during the 26th Annual Christmas Wish Campaign. Due to temporary circumstances beyond their control, some families, friends, and neighbors will struggle to make ends meet, let alone have a Merry Christmas. 
It's tradition for the Christmas Wish Campaign to bring the spirit of the holidays to those individuals. In the past, we've assisted several people with everything from bills and food to clothing, Christmas trees, and toys for children. Please send your Christmas Wish nominations and donations to P.O. Box 5086 Sheridan or submit them online at SheridanMedia.com as soon as possible. All wishes must be submitted in writing and must include your name and phone number. There are follow-up questions our committee will need to have answered to properly assess each wish. Wishes must be received by Friday, November 24th. Partners for this year's Christmas Wish campaign are Atlas Chiropractic, First Federal Bank and Trust, Heartland Kubota, Advanced Auto Body, Wyoming Corporate Office, and Odell Construction. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. I'm Floyd Whiting and I am joined by Dan Hodnett, owner and operator of Dan's Fish and Kim Love. This morning we're talking about freshwater fish. Uh, these are freshwater tropical fish. Now, Dan, before we get uh, too far into the business itself, why did you make the decision to, to have a store that sold freshwater tropical as opposed to the saltwater, which are more expensive um, and, 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 you know, kind of prettier to look at. What are the problems that come with that? I defy you on the prettier. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, well, um, what we wanted to do here was something at scale. Um, our mission is to change the aquarium fish industry for the better. And to do that, you have to do it at scale. It's much easier, I would say, to do a freshwater aquarium business at scale than saltwater. And the reason is we've been able to get the permits and things to um, actually divert water from Little Goose Creek, clean it up, put it through our, our aquariums, clean it up again, and then return it to the creek. And by the way, we're returning it in much better shape than we took it out. The, the Department of Environmental Quality, I think, loves us. Um, and what we can do that way is we can have a constant flow through in our aquariums. So the fish are never sitting in a stagnant body of water. So if you can imagine when you had your aquariums, how the fish would be if they had 100% water change every couple of hours. Oh, wow. That's what our fish get. I couldn't do that with salt water because with salt water, there's all kinds of salt and, and other minerals that you have to remix into the water, make sure that all the parameters are correct, and then you put that in your aquarium. So my mission was to find a way that the fish could have the cleanest water possible so that they could recover from transport as quickly as possible. And, and clean water is the best thing for fish, hands down. Clean, fresh water, nothing like it. It's hard to do that with saltwater fish. So that's why I haven't done saltwater fish. People request it all the time. Um, we have customers that would like us to do it. And maybe we will one day after we've maxed out the freshwater fish side of things. But we wanted to provide our fish the ultimate, we call it a day spa, where yeah. they can come and relax. And, <laughs> I like and, it. Yeah, and recover and get healthy before we send them to our customers and the freshwater side made more sense because clean fresh water all day it's what they want now kim tell me how uh dan's got an advantage with an online store as opposed to a brick and mortar here in well, sheridan if we can go back about three or four years ago how i got involved i'm just involved in the business side of it and dan was looking for a location he'd been operating after he uh, he'd been the 
operating uh, the theater department at the college, but then they cut the department back, so he decided he would go to his other passion, which is freshwater tropical fish. And he was operating out of his basement, then his garage, and he'd outgrown the space. He was looking for a new location that was on the creek. And uh, the reason he wanted to be on the creek, you know, you, you, when you first mentioned operating a freshwater tropical fish business out of share, they said, that's nuts. Why are you doing it here? Well, actually, I don't think there are any disadvantages of having it here in Sheridan, and there are a lot of advantages of having it in Sheridan. One of the advantages, as Dan touched on, is that the you need water. So Dan was looking for a, a, a place on the creek so he could use the creek water. And so because it's a non-consumptive use, he takes it in, cleans it up, puts it back in cleaner, you can get a current appropriation from the thing. Dan, I asked Dan before we came on the air here last night, to figure, he figures he's saving between a hundred and four hundred thousand dollars a year in the cost of water. Wow. To, to, uh, of uh, operating a system. Well, now if you're going to go to Denver or almost any other city where you're buying your water from the municipal water system, you know, that's a huge, that's a, a cost savings there that Dan has uh, that gives him a very significant cost advantage. In addition to that, you know, you talk about shipping them around, really lo- being located in Sheridan, it doesn't cost any more to ship fish around the continental United States from Sheridan as it would from any other place in the United States. Now, maybe if you're located in Louisville where UPS is headquartered, you might have a slight advantage, but other than that, wherever you locate, it doesn't make any difference. So there's yeah. no cost disadvantage about being here in Sheridan. So I asked Dan, I said, hey, uh, tell me about this business. I said, how big is it? He said, well, it's about 900 to a billion dollars. Okay. Then he explained that the business is kind of bifurcated. You know, the kind of fish that Dan sells, you're not going to find at Walmart or Petco or whatever, because, you know, they're depending upon high school kids to come in and do it. So you can have the guppies and the goldfish there. You can't get that from Dan. You get the more exotic fish that are more expensive and they need more, you know, care uh, uh, for that. So that market is, he's not competing with Petco or Walmart or the big box stores like that. The rest of the, and there are no other real dominant players in the market, you know, for that Dan is competing in. Um, just recently, Dan was out in, in uh, Los Angeles looking around. Now, Los Angeles, big town, right? Touring the bricks and mortar stores. And he said they have, what, a fraction in, in a bricks and mortar stores. How many fish do they have? Different types of fish do they have in the store? They might have a quarter or less of the, of the number of fish we have. So he's got four times as many fish. And um, because of the expense of the brick-and-mortar store, they can't afford to do what Dan does, which is, you know, you can imagine he brings fish in from all over the world. Eh, they travel. They're stressed. So one of the things that Dan focuses on is making them healthy. So rather than flip them right away and send them back out and then they go to a customer and don't live because they've, they're so stressed out, Dan takes them in, keeps them there for a couple of weeks, and lets them get healthy and de-stressed before he ships them out. So he ships much healthier fish back out to the customers and you get happier uh, customers there. Which is amazing, Dan, because I used to keep a quarantine tank for the new fish that I would buy. And more than once, I ended up with white spot. I ended up with ick. I ended up with all these various diseases that can affect your fish tank, even after keeping them quarantined and thinking, we're good to go. Right. Yeah, that's so we started this. This is a mission based company. I didn't start the company because I was like, I want to sell fish. I started the company because I've been keeping fish since I was in junior high. 
and I love them. And I got tired of people coming over to my house, seeing my fish and saying, yeah, I used to keep fish, but they all died. That narrative, I used to keep fish, but they all died, really bothered me. And so as I've um, grown up and worked in different areas of the aquarium fish industry, one way I paid for my grad school was I worked in a fish store. Um, I've worked in wholesale. I've worked at the retail side in mom and pops. I've worked all, all kinds of it. And I realized doing that that the problem is the supply chain. It's a brutal supply chain. Fish come in. They're super stressed, like Kim said. They go on the sale floor immediately. They're bought by the customer, and they're so stressed that their immune system is just shot. Yeah. And so that's the issue. Um, most brick-and-mortar stores don't have the space to do quarantine because retail space is really expensive. So that's another advantage uh, that we have over a, a brick-and-mortar store. So our facility, every aquarium, is a quarantine aquarium. Um, and we have all that fresh water flowing through, so we don't have to worry about maintaining the nitrifying bacteria and the filtration and stuff. We have no filters in our tanks because you don't need it when you have such high water flow in the tanks. So by not being a brick and mortar and by being in Wyoming where I've been permitted to um, use the creek water, it's non-consumptive use, like Kim said, um, I'm able to have multiple advantages. It wouldn't seem like a cold winter in Wyoming would be conducive to a tropical fish business, but it is. The other advantage I have is imagine you're in Florida and you're trying to ship aquarium fish to customers all over the United States. And that's what we do. We, we get the fish in, we get them healthy, and then we ship them. We ship them to customers all throughout the United States and through Canada and uh, Puerto Rico. If you're in Florida and you're doing that and you're trying to ship to me and it's, you know, negative 10 degrees out, you can't do that because you can't put a heat pack in the box in Florida because it will overheat but you can't not put a heat pack in the box to keep them warm because they'll freeze on my end. I'm lucky. I can ship to Florida easily. I just put in a small heat pack, keep some warm while they're here. And then that heat pack is exhausted before it gets to Florida and I can ship all over. So living in a cold area actually allows me to ship more successfully um, to a broader customer base. That's pretty amazing. Dan, how do we find your fish store? So dancefish.com is where we are. And if you want to learn more about aquarium fish, uh, Dancefish has a YouTube channel. And every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Mountain Time, we go live. And what we do there is we answer questions about fish keeping. So if you have an aquarium and want to uh, find out more about fish keeping, Dancefish uh, YouTube channel, 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. We're live every Wednesday, except this Wednesday because I happen to be driving to Denver to pick up an import. <laughs> but almost always we're there. All right. Dan, Kim, thank you both so much for coming in this morning. Uh, subject near and dear to my heart, believe it or not. And uh, I might get another fish tank, Dan. I'll see All right. you there. <laughs> we're going to speak with the Sheridan VA Healthcare System when we return. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Sheridan. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 in cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment uprising. We'll be receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present... 
Community commitment. Member FDIC. Moss Holders Design Center is filled with accent chairs, club chairs, and over 80 in-stock recliners and lift chairs. So right now, every individual recliner, all lift chairs, and all chair and ottoman sets are on sale. Get rid of that old broken-down recliner or freshen up the look of your living room with a brand-new accent chair. Moss Holders carries many high-quality, American-made chairs and recliners that will give you years of improved comfort. Come test out our huge in-stock selection of chairs and recliners and receive savings all week long. That's Moss Holders Chair and Recliner Sale going on now. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. Face it, you don't want to do your own plumbing and heating work or repair. You need a professional, and that is exactly what you will get if you work with Wrap Plumbing and Heating. Being fully licensed, bonded, and insured, you can rest assured that they will take care of your repairs and maintenance in the very best way possible. Call Wrap Plumbing and Heating at 429-1196 and rest easy knowing it'll be done right. This is Dan Rapp with Wrap Plumbing and Heating. And as we like to say, if you find a leak, let me take a peek. This is Dan with Captain Clean. If you find water inside your home, don't panic. Captain Clean is always on standby 24-7. Our trained and certified experts and staff will help you start to finish. From identifying the issue, extracting water, detecting moisture deep within your walls, ceilings, and floors, to utilizing state-of-the-art equipment and techniques that ensure your home is completely dry and feels new again. Call Captain Clean today at 672-0726 and don't let unexpected water ruin your day. Get ready to go deep into the stuff of which snowy dreams are made with Warren Miller's All Time. 7 p.m. Saturday, November 11th at Sheridan's Y.O. Theater. Celebrate the birth of ski towns like Sun Valley and Aspen, icons and originators like the original Hot Doggers, and the most outlandish locations ever skied. Then catch up with Maine's finest athlete of today, Donnie Pelletier, and meet the next generation at Woodward Park City. Get tickets today at yotheater.com. Hey, Sheridan, it's Laura with your final Main Street project update. The light at the end of the tunnel is shining bright and just in time for the holiday season. We have completed paving of Phase 1, and with a short list of finishing touches, we are hoping to open Main Street the week of November 13th. YDOT, Optidol Construction, and its subcontractors thank you for your valued input and support, but most importantly, your patience and understanding over the past few months. We anticipate completing Phase 2 of this project from Knox to Coffee and Avenue starting April 1st of 2024. Until then, enjoy the holiday season and continue to support our downtown businesses. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. We often speak of veteran suicide here on the show. According to the VA's 2022 National Veteran Suicide Prevention Annual Report, in 2020, suicide was the 13th leading cause of death among veterans overall, and it was the second leading cause of death among veterans under the age of 45. That same year, the suicide rate for veterans was over 57% greater than non-veteran U.S. adults. Currently, the Wild West Warrior Foundation and Envy Mind Health are raising funds to help at-risk veterans with the Monster Mash, which is currently ongoing. For the second part of our show this morning, I am joined by Sheridan VA Healthcare System Public Affairs Specialist Cherish Thompson and Suicide Prevention Coordinator Kevin Parker. Good morning and welcome back to the show. Thanks for having us. Now, I, Kevin, I, if you could pull that microphone just a little sure. bit closer Thanks. to your partner, thank you very much. Kevin, how long have you been with the VA? I've been with the VA for two and a half, almost three years now. And and was this the job that you took right out of the gate? No, it was not. 
How did you start? Uh, I started um, as a licensed professional therapist, uh, counselor at the outpatient substance abuse clinic, um, and then kind of found my way into suicide prevention somehow. (laughs) Were you assigned the duty, or was Uh, it something that you took on? It it was a bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. It was something that I've had previous experience in um, working within community mental health, um, and then also it was a need. It's something that... I know I can do, I know I do it well, and so, all right, yeah, this is a challenge that I'm willing to take on. Can I get you to lean into that mic just yeah. a little bit closer? Thank you, sir. Now, what what are your duties on a given day? You get to work, and I mean, the reason why I ask this is because this is a subject that I know you're a trained therapist, mm-hmm. you've, you've gone through the how not to take it home type of deal. Sure. How do you not take this home? Um, sometimes it doesn't work that way, honestly, you know, uh, there's really the best way to describe like an average day is I have zero control over what comes across my desk. Um, at any given moment, like someone or something can pretty much just hijack the rest of my day, uh, because there's a situation going on or something's happening. Um, it's really, really difficult to be intentional about, you know, I like to be intentional and like plan my day. What am I going to do? What would I like to accomplish? Sometimes that happens. A lot of times it doesn't. That's okay. Um, so as as far as uh, a normal day or, or regular job duties, you know, I, I do a lot. I'm kind of all over the place throughout the healthcare system, uh, whether it's doing education or responding to um, a situation or providing consultation to another provider. Like, hey, I had this situation. What do I do? Or I did this. What should I have done differently? Um, I do a lot of uh, very specific trainings to like specialized areas, you know, with nurses in one area or providers in another area. Um, and so, and then also any, anytime a, a veteran within the area calls the crisis line, um, which 988 and press one for veterans like that ends up getting funneled back to me as well. Um, so I'll also be reaching out to those veterans and, and figuring out, Hey, what's going on? How can we help? What, what needs do you have right now? And like, how can we meet those needs? So a lot of different stuff. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> on average, mm-hmm. if we were, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, if we were to sit and, and look at numbers, I know it's kind of sporadic. It's not like you deal with 10 a day. Mm-hmm. But if you were to anecdotally tell me a number, how many veterans are you dealing with who are considering suicide as a way out on a daily basis? And the reason why I'm asking this question is because I read off a lot of information published by the VA. Sure. That's national information. Mm-hmm. Now let's localize this. Yeah. So how many are you dealing with? Uh, on a daily basis, locally, I would probably say, and, and again, I'm, I'm basing locally off of our catchment area, so it is most of Wyoming. Yeah. Uh, not just Sheridan County uh, right. or anything like that. Um, I'd say probably... Four to five. Wow. Wow. Four to five veterans a day just within our Sheridan VA healthcare region. Right. Which is, you know, which is responsible for the vast majority of my Wyoming uh, minus Laramie and Cheyenne. You know, and I, I think about how many of those individuals are my guys mm-hmm. and it just, it just hurts me. Tell me about Project Greenlight. What is this project? Well, uh, I can speak to that. <laughs> so Project Greenlight is 
something that Suicide Prevention and the Sheridan VA are working to partner with the city and the county of Sheridan um, by holding our inaugurational operation green light. They actually read the proclamation at the city council meeting last night. And basically it's to show support again for the veterans in our area so that they feel seen and appreciated. And so what we're asking is for um, local businesses to join in and uh, residents throughout our area to put a green light out on their porch or in front of their business just to show veterans that, you know, we have people in this town, again, that love them and, and support them, and um, we're here. <laughs> How do they get a hold of one of those, Cherish? Oh, that is a good question. So um, I, I went online looking for one because we are trying to light up one of our signs at the Sheridan VA, too, and uh, Walmart did have a few... Um, I, I'm assuming that they're selling them, but I, we happen to have a beautiful picture sent to us um, that Blowdorn Lumber has supporting the event, so they actually have a green light up by their register, um, but they also may be selling them. I did not check on that, but um, basically Kayla Stevens, our outreach coordinator for suicide prevention and uh, mental health education, has been out there in the community working with the different businesses to see who would like to support and um, so I don't have those, those numbers for you. But. So if somebody out there uh, is like, you know what, I want to support this, um, and they're just sitting at home listening to the radio, how can they help? Well, the, um, what part of the national counties of um, this Operation Greenlight that, that put on the event have partnered with Amazon, actually, and are selling the bulbs through there. So uh, they can order online. Um, they're, besides having the bulbs themselves, they can put a green cling of some sort. There's certain types that can be put over the base of a bulb or a light fixture so that they can illuminate green. And Kevin, tell me how this, seeing those green lights out in, in businesses, out in the streets, how is that going to help the veteran? So really, uh, for me and, and the way I kind of look at this entire operation is it's just another and pretty easy way to just show support and be like hey i see you i care like thank you like I, you're appreciated you know like if we look at um what we know about suicide and the numbers and stuff you know based on the 2022 annual report it's estimated that 17 veterans die by suicide every day you know and out of those 17 11 of them aren't connected to the va whatsoever and so if they're not coming to us, they're out in the community somewhere. And so we need to go find them. We need to go figure out where they're at. We need to be in the community more because if we have a healthy community, that means we have healthy veterans. And so if we can, you know, uh, get the rest of the community uh, talking about this and having a conversation, and it's not even necessarily just suicide specific. It's, a, it's about any adverse life event. It's about anything, you know. A major driver of suicide is isolation and loneliness, you know. And so if we've got veterans that are isolated and lonely in the community and they think, oh, the community doesn't care about me, I'm not connected to the VA, the VA doesn't care about me, you know, like I'm a big believer that isolation leads to implosion. You know, the more isolated we are, the more things around us seem to crumble because we don't have any support. We don't have anyone holding us accountable. We don't have anyone to lean on when things are tough. And so for this Operation Greenlight, you know, yeah, it's something as simple as I put a green light above my garage door outside my house, but also... I'm saying like, hey, I see you, I care. I'm part of a larger community that does recognize and appreciate you, and you are not alone. You are seen. So. 
Are you hoping this will be like a launching pad uh, for programs and community involvement in the future? Yeah, really, I'm hoping this is, um, if anything, is just let's kind of reduce some of that stigma. Let's talk about these things that are uncomfortable. You know, just because something's uncomfortable doesn't mean it's not important. You know, and so people are struggling. People struggle every day in life, and we just kind of go through day by day acting like nothing's wrong. Well, no, sometimes things are wrong. Let's talk about it. Let's, let's check in on each other and be like, hey, what's going on, man? How are you? Um, and so if this could just at the very least be more of a conversation starter or, or help to raise awareness and like, oh, not everyone is doing great all the time. You know, if, if that's something as just a regular person living my life, I can be aware of and I see something, you know, in a friend or someone that I know or a coworker, like, oh, that seems off. You know, maybe I should see how they're doing. You know, just normalize having these conversations, normalizing it's okay to not be doing okay right now. Now, Cherish, what does a veteran have to do who's not connected to the VA? Uh, if they, if they want to get in and, and speak with someone, which I urge, what do they have to do? Well, our eligibility and enrollment department is always looking to be able to talk to veterans. Um, Mike Elbrick down there is just great about um, finding out what, you know, where their DD-214 is, what, um, what, where they've served, um, what their active service looked like, uh, if they qualify, um, and then also just helping them get signed up with the VBA to get those benefits because there's two different things going on. You have VBA for your benefits, so that's if you have a service-connected disability and you're getting payments and or getting help with um, home um, adjustments and things to accessible ramps, things like that, um, that might be needed after you come back from military service with dire um, injuries or things. But then there's the healthcare side. So that's signing up, getting in to be seen by a primary care provider that are paying for a portion or all of your uh, medical needs. So um, depending on your service-connected status. So that would be coming into the to the front and asking to speak with um, enrollment and eligibility. So those are two different offices. VBA, we're lucky to have John Goodell down at the at the Sheridan VA there in Building 71 to talk to you about your benefits side, but we have Mike Elbrecht there, and he's right by where you go in to check in in 71 and ask and to reach out to him. Um, he can set up some time to talk to you about actually getting signed up for your enrollment in VA care. Now, there's a lot of veterans out there due to the PACT Act who may be eligible yes. <laughs> for, for benefits and not even know it. Right. You know, they might say, okay, well, I went to Kuwait and I burned some garbage and, and I don't feel like I'm eligible for anything because that's what I did. Well, just the fact that you went over there burning garbage more than likely gives you benefits um, due to the PACT Act, which was recently passed mm -hmm. and, and something that we wanted people to know about here at Sheridan Media and the Sheridan VA healthcare system. Uh, I think the, the time frame for getting your benefits caught up to you has passed, but you can still go down there. You can still sign up. Yeah, you can, you can go and get um, part of, part of your regular appointments and things is, is being able to talk to your provider and talk about those different areas of where you served and those campaigns that you were in that you may have been exposed because of those areas where you just were doing your normal day to day in the service. So um, Mike is really good about knowing what those areas are and being able to kind of connect you 
to be able to find out like, Hey, yes, you will be, you're very possibly going to be getting a higher, you know, disability rating. It'll be, it'll point back to VBA on that, but it also comes with getting that. What, what's nice is there's presumptions of you were here, you were burning garbage, you were exposed to Agent Orange in Vietnam, you were, you know, and they're not making you prove basically like they used to. that you used to, yes. So it's just a lot easier now because now they're looking at, okay, where you served, we, we had this problem, we can get you this kind of care. So, um, yeah, it's a lot easier than it was, but it's still a matter of VBA and eligibility enrollment working together. And the reason I bring that up is because a lot of older veterans haven't gotten the benefits that they deserve, and they find themselves in hard times due to certain health problems that were overlooked in the past. Now, the VA has decided to stand up and basically say, okay, we were wrong about this. And with that, with the PACT Act becoming law, you can now go down there and you can get benefits for this. Because all of these things are part of a veteran's day-to-day life, aren't they? And, and if, if things like that are eating you alive, it's, it chips away to stone, you know? Uh, I, I once said, uh, you know, one must imagine Sisyphus happy, living a life where you're pushing the boulder up the hill over and over and over. You've got to find some sort of joy in that. And a lot of veterans find themselves getting tired of pushing the ball or the, the boulder up the hill. And you can change that now. Mm-hmm. It, that is something due to the PACT Act, head down to the VA become a member or, or enroll. an enroll, <laughs> yeah. an enrollee and, and, and start your journey to getting better. Um, I don't have a lot of time left, but um, would you do me a favor and, and tell me these suicide hotline mm-hmm. uh, one more time? Sure. The suicide hotline is 988. Um, and if you're a veteran, you press one at the prompt. Uh, if you are not a veteran, um, 988 is also, it's still just a national hotline. Um, you also don't have to be suicidal to call 988. Um, it's a mental health hotline. It is for anyone that is not doing well. I need support. I need someone to talk to. I'm freaking out. Um, so it's not just, Oh, you're not suicidal. Sorry. Don't talk to us. So you you can, you can call that just to have someone to talk to. Absolutely. And they can, based on your situation, they can offer a slew of other resources and things that are available to you. So if you feel like you're at the end of your rope and there's no one else out there, 988, Take care. Reach out. Let's not let things get so overwhelming that we can't come back from it. Kevin, Cherish, thank you both so much for coming in this morning. I greatly appreciate you. Thank you. All right. You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROI, 103.9 FM. Sheridan.
Are you tired of dealing with complicated bank switches? At First Federal Bank and Trust, we understand that where you bank matters and switching to the right bank should be a breeze. Introducing ClickSwitch, your ultimate solution to hassle-free direct deposit transfers. With ClickSwitch, we automatically move your recurring direct deposits from your old account to your new account. It's simple, safe, and takes just minutes. When you bank with First Federal, you're not just a customer. You're a valued member of the community. We take pride in living and working right alongside you, contributing to the growth of our local economy. First Federal Bank and Trust, member FDIC. At WearingSheridan.com, you can see most every vehicle on their lot. In fact, you can see about 25 different photos of every vehicle. You can request information on the vehicle you're interested in. You can fill out a credit application, even schedule service work. Check it out, WearingSheridan.com, and experience the wearing way of buying vehicles. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, WearingSheridan.com. Bookmark it. Full service dealership at 107 East Alger, WearingSheridan.com. Muscleholder's Design Center is filled with accent chairs, club chairs, and over 80 in-stock recliners and lift chairs. So right now, every individual recliner, all lift chairs, and all chair and ottoman sets are on sale. Get rid of that old broken down recliner or freshen up the look of your living room with a brand new accent chair. Mossholders carries many high quality, American made chairs and recliners that will give you years of improved comfort. Come test out our huge in stock selection of chairs and recliners and receive savings all week long. That's Mossholders chair and recliner sale going on now. Mossholders, furniture is our passion. The McTeacher Nights are back at McDonald's on North Main Street. That's right, Thursday. November 9th from 5 to 8 p.m. Come into McDonald's on North Main and have a great meal and a portion of the proceeds will benefit Tongue River Elementary School. You'll be served by some of your favorite teachers, administrators, and of course the great McDonald's team. McTeacher Night, Thursday, November 9th, 5 to 8 p.m. Benefiting Tongue River Elementary School. McTeacher Night will be at the North Main Street location only. Let's talk about tires. Think about the snowy, icy roads ahead. Now think about your current worn tires. How safe does that make you feel? Luckily, Midas Tire and Auto has extended their super tire sale through November 15th. Buy three, get one free, and up to a $100 rebate on select tires. Midas also has big savings on shocks and struts and oil changes. Preparing for winter is critical. Saving money is optional, but Midas makes it easy to do both. Getting and keeping you safely on the road. Midas Tire and Auto in Sheridan. Whether your style is modern, classic, eclectic, or rustic, your home is where your heart is. So make sure you're in love with the function and design. Look for the Connect Flyer in this week's Country Bounty, where you'll see savings like 10% off their Marilat Basics collection, or get free cabinet hardware when you purchase Marilat Masterpiece Cabinets. Shop even more savings on flooring, decking, doors, and tools to get the job done. Remember, they offer in-house kitchen and bath design, too, at Connect Home Center, 1836 South Sheridan Avenue in Sheridan. KROE, Sheridan, broadcasting from the Wyoming Corporate Office Studio.